Welcome back to the Undrafted Podcast, episode 14. Today is January 7th, 2021. Um, I'm back with Sam Kimball, as always. How are you today? I'm doing well. Ready to talk some playoffs? Yep. Super, super wild card weekend coming up. <laughs> Extra super in there. <laughs> um, yeah, so we made it through all 17 weeks of the NFL season. Gotta say, I'm a little surprised. Um, we had some Tuesday night football, we had some Wednesday night football, but we're here now. Yep. So, before we get to the super, super wildcard weekend, um, let's go through some end of regular season stuff. The coaching carousel continues to turn. Uh, places like Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville, LA Chargers. Uh, Atlanta, the Jets, all have opening head coach positions. I guess we will start with your team, Detroit. Who are you eyeing? Well, first of all, I'm glad the Matt Patricia era, Matt Patricia Bob Quinn era is over. I don't, I got, I was excited for a second. Jim Caldwell, I, first I got to go back to Jim Caldwell. He went 9-7, and seven, made the playoffs, and then was fired. Matt Patricia, don't believe he ever had a winning record. Never thread the playoffs. The players all seem to hate him. And I guess going from there, uh, a lot of a lot of talk about Eric Bieniemy. I believe he's from the Detroit area. If I'm not mistaken, his family lives a few minutes from Ford Field. So I think he's the favorite. I believe the odds are like 2-1 to one for Biennemi to be the next Lions head coach. But personally, I would like Arthur Smith, the current Titans offensive coordinator. I like, I like what he's done in Tennessee. I think Ryan Tannehill, he's made Ryan Tannehill a better quarterback. He masks some of what Tannehill isn't good at and accentuates what Tannehill is good at. I mean, he might just be great because he has Derrick Henry. I mean, it's hard to tell. But you could say the same for Biennemi having Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. As well as Andy Reid. So, it's hard to say. But I'm excited. I don't want Robert Sala, I think. Or, sorry, Sala is... Sala was 2-1. to one. He's the guy from Michigan. He's the guy who's from Detroit, yeah. He's the guy from Detroit, not Biennemi. I got them mixed up. I don't want Sala. We just tried defensive coach... I think if we're going to keep Stafford, I think we already have a pretty good offense, and I think that's what's going to get us to the next level rather than our defense. Do you think Stafford will be around? I hope. Okay. I don't... I can't see much of the upside of getting rid of him. What pick do you have in the draft? The seventh pick. Okay. Hmm. Um, Houston is a place that's interesting. They just hired their GM, a uh, new GM. I think it's a Patriots guy, right? And J.J. Uh, Watt seems to be on the way out. Today there was some breaking news about Deshaun Watson uh, contemplating requesting a trade. Do you think there's any truth to that? I'm surprised. I'd be more surprised if J.J. Watt left than Deshaun, I think. 
with considering all J.J. Watt has done for the city of Houston. Yeah. I, I, I could see Deshaun leaving, definitely. After they traded his go-to receiver for a second-round pick and David Johnson. There's a lot of good options, I think. Or exciting options, at least as a fan, to go see Deshaun in... I mean, New England's a place that's been trending on Twitter. Um, yeah, there's a lot of options for Deshaun. I could see him even going... Yeah, I was going to say the 49ers. Yeah. Um, even, I... It seems unlikely that they would trade him inside the division to Indy, but Indy would be a really cool fit. Yeah. I'm trying to think where else. Atlanta? They're getting Ryan out the door? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, any team could really use Deshaun Watson on the, yeah. on the teams that have their solidified quarterback. He's an upgrade for most teams. Yeah. Um, so I, also, I also heard that uh, Jason Garrett <laughs> is uh, a favorite for the Chargers position. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> that was uh, quite something. I... Also, three Chargers to go from... Anthony Lynn to then Jason Garrett quote unquote upgrade to Jason Garrett yeah I'm not sure about that that feels like Dallas hiring Mike McCarthy to replace Jason Garrett we saw how that went the Chargers job is really interesting I think because you have Herbert uh, Keenan Allen you have a decent pick in the draft at least um, some could... defensive talent like Bosa I thought they'd keep Anthony Lynn he had a winning record over four seasons yeah. He was atrocious mm. at clock management, but maybe they could have kept him as like a defensive coordinator or something. Yeah, I thought they everyone, were everyone, do that. everyone liked him. Yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting job though. Um Jacksonville has the first pick. Seems like Trevor is on his way. He declared, uh, yeah, yesterday, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There haven't been any major rumors about a specific name to head coach there. I think who mentioned it? It might have been Cousin Sal on the Simmons podcast. We're talking about Urban Meyer, um, potentially taking that. And then there's a little bit of a Fields connection. <laughs> yeah, I did. Fields even ever play under Urban Meyer though? I thought Fields transferred from Georgia. I don't even think. Urban rec- I don't even think Urban recruited him. Hmm. Yeah. But Jacksonville was a win away from the Super Bowl a few years ago. Three years ago. That would be three years ago now. Yeah. Now yeah, they've, one pick. they've fallen off severely in the last few years. Yeah. Um, where else? Atlanta... Again, Matt Ryan is someone who could be on the move. I don't really know where he would be going to. Yeah, um, Ryan and Stafford are in similar situations right now. Yeah. It's kind of like you know they're on the way out soon, but you don't know when. And you don't know who's going to take them. Like, yeah. Like, they're definitely better than average. I think they're better than average starting quarterbacks. Yeah. At least average. They could start for... Half the teams, probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. Atlanta's kind of just like a 
they have Ridley and Jones and uh, I don't know something will happen. Yeah. Um. Then there's the Jets, who tanked their tank sort of and lost the number one pick. Are they going to be taking a quarterback? I think if I had to bet on it, I would say they take a quarterback. I could see the benefits to not taking a quarterback, though. Maybe yeah. Sam Darnold. He's not horrible. It's not like... Yeah, it's just it's tough if you don't take a quarterback and then it turns out that Justin Fields or Zach Wilson were, like, really good and then you're stuck with Sam Darnold. But there are other really good options at the top of the draft if they decide not to take Justin Fields. Hmm. Um, that's most of the coaching news. I guess the other news is just, like, Carson Wentz is also apparently uh, requesting a trade. Again, like, uh, Carson Wentz has, like, really fallen off in the last year. Um, I don't know where... I mean, I don't I know. some team will take a chance, but I don't know who. A There's a lot, of, a lot of Colts talk because of his ties with Frank Reich. But, yeah. Uh, I think... My prediction is he'll be on the Eagles opening day next year. On the bench. Yeah. Um, okay. Quickly, MVP. I would vote Mahomes, but I think Rodgers will win. Um, coach of the year. That's tough. I might... I'll say Stefanski. I was going to say McDermott. But Stefan... Yeah, McDermott or Stefanski. You, you um, could even argue for, like, Ron Rivera, too. Or Matt LaFleur. There's a lot of options. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jefferson or Herbert? Offensive rookie of the year. Jefferson. I agree. And Chase Young, run away. Defensive rookie of the year. It's easy. Um, those are the only interesting ones I thought. Lions one play away from getting Chase Young. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the more fun part: the Super Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, three games each day. Let's start with. Let's just go in chronological order. We'll start with the first one. Um. Yeah, Number. so Bills v. Colts, mm-hmm. 1 o'clock Upstate. Eastern, CBS. Upstate, cold we have, weather. We have fans. Governor Cuomo has decided that COVID is a regular season disease. And for announcers, we have the Madden announcer, Charles Davis. Oh. I thought that was a fun fact. Um, yeah, so Bills, they played the Texans last year. Josh Allen. 16-0 lead. Yeah, Josh Allen. Wild game for Josh Allen. Remember, he caught that touchdown. Like he had a receiving catch as a touchdown. Opening drive. He threw for 264 yards. He did lose the fumble. He had that crazy pitch where he decided to lateral the ball backwards. But despite all this, the Bills were up 16-0 late in the third quarter. 
They did lose, but they were close. I to me the Bills feel like the Rams did that first year with McVay. Like last year was there like the Rams went to the playoffs, they won their division with McVay and lost in the first round. And they came back the next year and made the Super Bowl. That kind of feels like the Bills this year. Like they're due for a, a deep run. I have the Bills going to the conference championship. Yeah. So do I. Um, the Bills, I believe they went 9-1 and one in their last 10 games. That one loss being the uh, Hail Murray, as it's now being called. So, I mean, they probably should have won that too. Um, they, I heard that they are the only team ever since the 2012 Patriots, other than the 2012 Patriots, to have like 20 first downs in every game this year. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, offensively, they are. They kind of seem like a juggernaut, despite not having like a scary running back. I guess Josh Allen is a scary running back. Yeah, I. They kind of. You don't really know how they get it done, but they get it done. I think Beasley isn't playing or is questionable. Okay. I'm not sure, but um, they got John Brown back. They also had the number the number one receiver of the season, Stephon mm-hmm. Diggs. Fantasy stud. Yes. Uh, looking at the Colts though, Philip Rivers been looking shaky all season. They kind of just holding it together. Got a little lucky they even got into the playoffs. The whole yeah. Fitzpatrick getting COVID. Um, oh. yeah, Philip Rivers, first playoff game not on the Chargers. Five and six career playoff record. Last playoff game he played a few years ago, I don't know if you remember, against the Patriots. They got oh, blown they got out. They were down yeah. 28 nothing in like the first quarter. I remember watching that game in Wally. Yeah. So he's only played like three playoff games since 2009. It feels like he would have been in the playoffs more. Philip Rivers is, like, I don't... What are you supposed to say about Philip Rivers? He's like he's had a great career, but not he's... much like achievements, I guess, when it comes to silverware. He's never made. He never played in the Super Bowl. No. The Colts uh, are the Colts are good though. They're Jonathan more than Taylor exploded over the last like two or three weeks. The thing is, they might have to win despite Philip Rivers. <laughs> like they have to play around him almost, just hoping he doesn't throw that bad pick. They're just going to have to run those Jacoby Brissett, like, QB dives out the goal line. Yeah, so the, get to the, goal line. the Bills are seven-point favorites. Seems like a fair, fair line. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to see a world where the Colts win the game. But I would, I'm leaning to the Bills. I think they Bills and the Bills cover as well. I think they win by about 10. Yeah, I think the Bills could probably just drop anywhere between 30 and 40. Um, hmm. I'll go Bills as well. I'll read off Ben's uh, 30 to 20 Bills. Oh. Ben couldn't be here today because of some technical difficulties. <laughs> um, next up at 4.40 p.m. ET on Saturday, six-seed Rams 
at the three seed Seahawks moving over to the NFC. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman on that game. Yes. Uh, I'm seeing here latest odds. Seahawks three and a half favorites. That's William Hill. Yeah, that's what I that's what I had as well. Um, question here is Goff questionable with the thumb fracture. Yeah, I think Goff gives them a better chance to win, but they're not out of it if Goff doesn't play. Like they can definitely still win. The Seahawks, like in Russell Wilson's career, he's only lost his first playoff game like of a season one time. Hmm. He's like five and one in his in either his in his first playoff game of a season, either wild card or divisional. Only loss was to Dak Prescott, I think, two years ago. The Seahawks, their last last two wildcard games, I believe, both winning ugly. 17-9 last year against the Eagles. That was a kind of a tough watch. And then, I don't know if you remember a few years ago when they played Minnesota, they won 10-9 in like a, that freezing cold game where the Minnesota kicker missed that short field goal at the end. And I think that's the kind of game that they're going to play against the Rams. It's going to yeah. be basically the same as what we saw two weeks ago. Which was horrifying. Which, Yeah, a terrible watch. <laughs> was that the game that you were stuck on on your TV? Uh, oh, but yeah. Seahawks-Giants. That, yeah, that's Seahawks-Giants. Seahawks yeah. Um, yeah, I think I was going to pick the Seahawks regardless of Goff's uh, availability. But Seahawks defense is another question. They've been improved over like the second half of the season, but if you look at the quarterbacks they played, it was a uh, it was interesting. So yeah, you know that you know this game's gonna be close though. Like mm. yeah, I'm picking the Seahawks, but the Seahawks don't really play blowout games. I would uh... I would say they often play to the level of their competition. I, Rams at plus three and a half might be interesting. Yeah, the problem is, it's like if the game's tied and the Seahawks score a touchdown at the end, like you, know, you lose the bet. Yeah, I guess. But it's a game where touchdowns may be few and far between. So I am taking Seattle. I also am taking Seattle. Ben has the Rams twenty four twenty two. Ah, an upset. Um, closing out Saturday, number five, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Washington football team at 8.15 p.m. Uh, eight and a half point favorites for the Bucks. Yeah, it's been going back and forth. I saw eight earlier today. Hmm. The game's on NBC, NBC backup crew, Tariko and Dungy. Um, Chase Young, there was that viral clip of him saying he wants Tom Brady, something like that. I don't know. That was after the it was after the Eagles game or something when they shut down Nate Nate Subfield. Yeah, that was kudos Chase Young. That was a tough tough task. Um, Um, I don't think anyone is picking Washington here, but yeah, no. 
The Bucks have been good lately too. Mm-hmm. Little few stats on the on the Buccaneers. Brady, his first ever NFC playoff game. Kind of interesting. Uh, he's lost his last. He's lost his last two wildcard games. Oh yeah. Throwback to last year, losing to the Titans, and then the other one was all the way back to 2009 against Joe Flacco. Um, Bruce Arians, career one and two playoff record as a head coach. All those games with Arizona. He won the game against Aaron Rodgers. Remember when Rodgers threw those back-to-back Hail Marys? They ended up winning that game. That was his only playoff win. Both his losses, strange fact, both losses to Cam Newton and the Panthers. One of them, though, he had to start Ryan Lindley because of Carson Palmer's injury. Ah, good old days. So, yeah. There's... And then Washington football team, their first playoff game since 2015. I don't even remember them making the playoffs with Kirk Cousins. That was kind of a random thing I found. They lost to the Packers in the wild card round. <laughs> and then this is the stat of the day. This is my favorite stat that I found. Washington scored 37 touchdowns this year and allowed 37 touchdowns this year. Wow. Pretty irrelevant, but kind of wild. That's weird. Yeah, I, I something about it's just weird. <laughs> um, Washington's defense getting a lot of praise. We, they are pretty good. Um, their second half defense is pretty ridiculous over the last few weeks, apparently. And uh, Tampa, Tampa hasn't really played great against good defenses. They've kind of been feasting on bad defenses. Especially like the, the last three weeks. <laughs> the Falcons twice. and the Lions. Yeah. Um, and even their big signature win was against the Packers, who don't have a great defense. That was a while ago as well. They struggled against the Saints and the Rams, two good oh defensive teams, and the Bears, too. That so Washington Saints game? <laughs> yeah, Washington has the formula to beat them. I just don't think they're good. I think their offense... Yeah, I don't think honestly, jumping I, on the I, Alex Smith train. I could see the Tampa Bay defense outscoring the Washington offense. Like, you could be right. the The pathway for Washington getting any points is their defense getting a big play and then putting them in the yeah. zone opportunity right away. You got to think that, yeah, the pathway to Washington win is like get an early turnover, score a touchdown, and then just kind of hold on, try to win like. try to get to 20 points which I don't see them getting that high which is why I like the Bucks to cover whatever spread yeah I also agree with that and also very much agree with that 31-10 Bucks oh I kind of forgot too the Bucks are hosting the Super Bowl this year Mm mhm narrative issues (laughs) um moving on to Sunday. This is I found the hardest game to pick. Um five seed Ravens at the four seed Titans rematch of last year. And it's on ABC. Yeah, we get the Monday night football team. Uh, also ESPN is like seventeen simulcasts on different channels. It's just a monopoly. It's a Disney <laughs> thing. 
I have. Well, I see the Ravens at three and a half. I saw three somewhere else. Yeah, I've got three on Bodog. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a revenge game? I think so. Okay. I I'm on the Ravens train for this one. Last year, yeah, they played the divisional round, twenty-eight twelve victory for the Titans. The Rams were a ten-point favorite going into that game. That was that. Yeah, I remember watching that, that game and just being like blown away. Yeah, I had some stats from that game. Tannehill threw for a guess how many yards Tannehill threw for. We'll start there. Well, it's either a lot or a little. I'm gonna go little. It's like a hundred. I don't know. It's like yeah, eighty-eight yards. <laughs> For 88 yards, Derrick Henry rushed for 195. Lamar, in a game where they scored 12 points, Lamar threw for 365 yards and ran for 143 yards with three total touchdowns. Hollywood Brown had 126 receiving yards. Yeah, he had that ridiculous catch, I remember. You could definitely see there's going to be a lot of points in this game. The best game... the The Titans have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Yeah. This game's so weird. Um, so, from the Ravens' point of view, you don't want to go down because then you have to throw, and you don't want to do that. But throwing against the Titans isn't the worst thing. Yeah. The Titans, but Lamar is not great at throwing. Lamar, in his playoff career, he's 0-2, five turnovers, and... Remember that Chargers game where he had, like, went, like, two hours without completing a pass? Yeah, that was hard to watch. And in both games, he hasn't scored a touchdown until the fourth quarter of either game. The Ravens have, yeah, they went without touchdowns in the first three quarters of both Lamar Jackson playoff games. So, from so Tennessee... This is, this is kind of a big game for Lamar. Oh, yeah, this is, like, a big legacy game. Yeah, you don't want to be 0-3 in the playoffs. That's Matt Stafford's record. <laughs> you can drop him in the QB tier. Matt <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, okay, I didn't actually think about that. I think this is This is kind of like... I feel like Tennessee doesn't really like have... This doesn't really mean much for them. Yeah. Yeah, like everyone's like, like pretty satisfied with how Tannehill turned out and turned his career around. And Henry, like who doesn't? like watching Derrick Henry except his hair I hate his hair (laughs) um from Tennessee's point of view I just let Henry run again yeah I think that's the play and then Tennessee they beat Baltimore this year in the overtime game oh yeah when AJ Brown trucked or was it yeah AJ Brown trucked those guys to yeah. get the tying touchdown. I remember that. Yeah. Um, there was that whole, like, before that game, there was that Vrabel. I don't know. It was Malcolm Butler and uh, Harbaugh. There was some oh, yeah. About the logo. I don't yeah, know. This, this is definitely the game I'm most excited to watch. I thought it would be the, the Saturday night game. Like, I'm surprised they put it in the Sunday early game. Mm. No, I think this game is definitely the most. But yeah, if you're intrigued, there is a simulcast where you can listen to Booger. So, mm. okay, 
ESPN two, I think. <laughs> Might have to do. That. <laughs> um. So you are taking the Ravens. I, yeah, I'm on the Ravens. What about you? I'm on the Ravens. All right. Did I convince you? I well, let me check my. I had my bracket up. Yeah. Okay. So I have Baltimore on the bracket. All right. This morning. <laughs> Yesterday I was looking at it and I was really confused as to who I should pick, but I picked the Ravens ultimately. Ben has the Titans, 38-32. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be that high scoring, but I think it'll be an offensive game with a lot of running. It's going to be a similar to that Browns-Ravens game, remember, with all the rushing touchdowns? From a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. That game was fun. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I remember about uh, last year's game, the Ravens-Titans game, was uh, the Johnny Smith left cheek, left cheek. <laughs> I remember that play they did at the goal line where they, I think Derrick Henry, Henry threw the pass. The jump pass, yeah. Yeah. I, I was watching that game at our house. I think we had like an intramural volleyball game afterwards. No, no, we, we just decided to go out to the bars because it was a Saturday night. At halftime, we decided it was a blow, and we left. Oh, yeah, you might be right. <laughs> I thought it was Sunday. I thought no, it was I re- volleyball. No, I, I remember leaving during the game. <laughs> I remember leaving during the game, too. That's for intro. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, too. Um, Next. Mm, seven seed bears at... At the uh, two seed Saints on CBS, uh, ten point favorites somewhere around there. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Um, Saints have not had a lot of luck in the playoffs recently. Yeah, no, they've lost like three straight years, kind of crushing defeats. Mm-hmm. So it was the. Uh, which year was Diggs? That was, that was the, the that was twenty seventeen. That was the first one of the that was the Minneapolis miracle. Then they had the tough loss to the Rams there with the blown call and the oh, six God. the sixty one yard field goal. And then last year they just lost to Kirk Cousins in the first in overtime. Yeah, Rudolph caught the game winner. Um Yeah, I also was looking last two wildcard years, the away teams are three and one. It's kind of. I thought that was a bit odd, but this year it feels more like the home teams are favored. Although so far, I guess we've each picked two away teams. Yeah. But yeah. This um, one, well, yeah. The, I'm surprised. This is like the Sunday marquee game. Like it's Tony. This is the Tony Romo Jim Nance game. Yeah, they could have. Well, I think we wanted Tony in a different game. I would have. Switch this with Bills Colts. Yeah, I mean, really anything. This game seems like <laughs> the least fun. Uh yeah. I mean, I guess will the Saints choke again? <laughs> it, I like. I don't think so. I picked them, but um, Kamara yeah. isn't getting real practice in this week, but he's playing. I think it kind of comes down to Breeze against the the Bears defense. Yeah, Breeze like he's. It seemed like he played worse. Like I, he had twenty four touchdowns and six interceptions. Like that's pretty good. He played. He missed four games. I think. So like he the, played uh, twelve the with the broken chest. 
yeah, like as his last five games, he's had at least one turnover in the playoffs. Compared to when he won the Super Bowl, that whole postseason, he didn't have a single turnover. But um, yeah, I think it kind of comes down to that. Mitch Trubisky been playing well. Yeah, and his one playoff game, he did play well. He had over 300 yards, no turnovers. He led them down the field to get in position to win it, only to be let down by Cody Parkey. Who is in the playoffs on the Browns? <laughs> as long as he doesn't get COVID in the next two days. <laughs> Imagine Parkey hits like a game winner. Honestly, that would be pretty on brand for these times we're living in. Um... I minus ten seems like a lot for some reason. Yeah, you can see that the Bears getting like a late touchdown to get within like onside kick range or something. Um but yeah. Kamara should be playing. Thomas is coming back. I guess the last time we saw the Saints really playing like going for it, they scored fifty six points and Kamara had six touchdowns. So yeah, that game I really don't know what to expect. I don't think I'd bet on the on the spread. I think I would just pick take the Saints to win. But I'm I'm picking the Saints. What do you think? Yeah, I'm definitely taking the Saints. I don't like the Bears path to victory is uh I don't know, limiting Kamara to nothing, making Breeze throw. I guess so. The Bear then, they play they played this year, they went to overtime. Saints won it, but Oh yeah. I don't really re- I don't pops off. I don't even really remember that game. Like I think that was still when Nick Fol- Nick Foles was starting. Still, I think. No, it was like week seven or eight. Huh. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, the Bears are I, I don't know how they made the playoffs. Well, I guess they're set the seventh team. The Cardinals choked. And because there's an extra team this year. What are your thoughts on there being six playoff games? Is it too many? It's kind of exciting. But it's exciting. It feels like overwhelming almost. Yeah, I feel like to watch this weekend. It might be twenty four hours worth. I feel like it's slightly diluting the uh, the playoff experience, but we'll see. If every game's good, like who's complaining? Yeah. Also, there's not much else to do, so. So, Saints, Saints, and uh, Ben, 24-17, Saints. Uh, last game of the weekend, Sunday night, six-seed Browns at the three-seed Steelers I, uh, NBC night game. Pittsburgh, yeah. minus six. This game could be postponed. If Cleveland decides to continue getting positive tests, I think as Rappaport was saying, they could. I think it's after tomorrow. Like if they get one tomorrow or Saturday, then it could be postponed. Okay. It depends on like the tracing. Well, maybe we could have a Tuesday playoff game or something. That would be so weird. I feel bad for the Steelers though. I swear, every team they try to play gets COVID. Yeah, they kind of got shafted. Year. This whole season, like early in the season with the Titans games, then the Ravens, yeah. and the, yeah, and the Ravens too, and the Browns last week, yeah, and the Browns this week. It's kind of, so. Assuming what? the game goes on on Sunday, 
the Browns don't have their head coach because of COVID. Yeah. Um, They're missing a few key guys on defense, I think. Can't be easy for someone just fill in as a head coach in a playoff game. Uh, but Pittsburgh, after that 11-0 and start, not been too great. Uh, one and four, and their only win was a seventeen point second half comeback on the Colts. Yeah, that was the only half they've really looked great in. I mean, they played okay against the Browns, but they didn't play their starters, so it's hard to judge. Well, it seems like you need to get Ben throwing downfield, actually throwing downfield. It's oh, doesn't seem like the recipe for success in the playoffs. No, but they also can't run the ball, and they can't just keep throwing like six yard curls to Juju. This is interesting because if the Browns win, oh, they have to go. Play. It's almost they go with the Chiefs. Yeah, it's means. almost like the Bills would be hoping for a Steelers win because if you're the Bills, you already kind of crushed the Steelers, so you kind of want to play them. Yeah, as opposed to having to play the Ravens or the Titans. Yeah, that makes but sense. I this would be my upset pick of the week. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pick the Browns. I picked the Steelers, but it's there because I'm so unconvinced by what Pittsburgh did in the last half of the season. Another fun fact here: the last two Browns playoff games in 1994 and 2002 were both losses to the Pittsburgh Steelers. A little bit of symmetry there. Steelers, uh, Roethlisberger's first playoff game since 2017. Yeah. It's been a few years. That was the crazy game they lost to Jacksonville. Oh. Four, they lost 45-42. Blake Bortles. Yeah, that was Blake Bortles. When he, I think he threw for like a ton of yards. This game's not going to be 45-42. <laughs> okay, so I'm going Steelers. You're going... Cody Parkey, winning field goal. Okay. 45-42. Uh, oh, we should have what Ben said. Ben picked 30-17 to 17 Steelers. So we were the same except for the Browns. Yeah. So, so that's you're picking Cleveland. That's changing the playoff bracket. Because that would send them to Kansas City and then Baltimore to Buffalo. And that... I, when I had said earlier that I had the Bills going to the championship, that I hadn't really considered this path. I kind of forgot about how the seeding changes. Oh, it's seed. So... Yeah, so... So in your hypothetical... That would be an exciting game to see. I think I would go with the Bills. I think they're just a better team. Yeah. But that would be, be a fun game. Chiefs-Browns Chiefs would be something else. It <laughs> would be so bad. But you would have the Chiefs against the Ravens. It should be fun. Yeah. Although, isn't Lamar like 0-3 against the Chiefs? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I would still pick KC pretty convincingly. Yeah. I think KC... I'm picking KC to win the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I have to. Yeah. So, the right. NFC then. The NFC is interesting. We've got then the Seahawks against the Saints. Right? And then that, Tampa that, Green Bay. Who do you even pick in that game? Seahawks Saints. Uh, 
I would I, I like, picked the Saints, but I feel so much more comfortable with Russell Wilson with the ball in the fourth quarter than I do with Drew Brees. I want Brady Rodgers in the championship game, not in the second round. So then, so that means that we need either the Bears or the Rams to win. And the which Rams I, <laughs> much more likely, but yeah, I don't see the Bears doing that. So Brady Rodgers, Tampa Bay beat Green Bay pretty easily, yeah. but I think I think this. In my bracket, it... I picked Tampa to beat oh. Green Bay. Wow, I think that that bye week is going to mean a lot. Like the bye week teams, the last two years are seven and one. The teams that had a bye this year, only two of the teams have a bye. Huh. I think that bye week is going to help. I don't like out of the NFC teams. I I really don't know who. I feel like the Packers. The last few weeks, they they looked so good against the Titans and the Bears. Yeah. I'm kind of riding on the pack. I'm feeling the Packers into the Super Bowl. I'm feeling the Packers Chiefs. Super Bowl. Road to Super Bowl goes through. So it, if you have the Bucks and the Saints, you have that as your NFC Championship? Yeah, and then I pick the Saints. Which is it's weird hard. to think they could be in the Super the, Bowl. It's weird to think they could beat Tom Brady three times in one year. Yeah, but that last game was so scarring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think either way, Kansas City is winning the Super Bowl. So. I'd like... The State Farm Super Bowl, Mahomes Rogers. I'm just thinking now. Last year there were so many blown leads in the playoffs, with uh, that Texans game against the Chiefs. Yeah, and then the Buffalo blown lead, then the Texans and, blown lead, and then the Titans blown lead, and then the Forty ers blown lead in the Super oh, Bowl. Oh yeah, and then Jimmy missed uh, Sanders on or, the long pass. The Chiefs were down by ten in all of their playoff games. Mm-hmm. It's like they just relax for like two and a half quarters. They're just so good that they're not worried. What's the over-under on Mahomes championships uh, over his contract period? What, he signed a 10-year contract? I think it was 10 years and he had two years left on the original one. Mahomes championships? It feels like three and a half. I guess if he wins this year, it's three and a half. If he doesn't win this year, I'm putting it at two and a half. Yeah. Because I think this might be one of the best teams he ever has. Yeah. This team's not going to be around for much longer. Yeah, they're going to lose guys. Hmm. You're not going to be this healthy either. Except I guess Edwards Hilaire is their only question mark, but I feel like they have Le'Veon Bell who could replace Edwards Hilaire. He's been pretty bad, though, like since they got him. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, running backs are weird. Like, they just have, like, they could have it easily have a... He could easily have, like, a dominant performance in one game. He could have the one game that matters. That's all they really need. Like, was it Daryl Williams or Dame... Which Williams was it in the Super Bowl? The last year? Was it Damien or Daryl? Damien, I think. Because this year the guy is Daryl, right? (laughs) (laughs) Almost certain. I think it was Damien as well. Running back production is like, and this is a conversation for another time, but like running back production is very replaceable, it seems. Very random as well. Yeah. Um, don't pay running backs unless they're uh, 
Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Dalvin Cook. McCaffrey. Kamara. There's a few. Not Zeke. Not Zeke. He already got paid, though. So, so what's your most likely thing that... What's your biggest... Okay, I guess what upset do you think is most likely? Like, I think the Browns are going to upset the Steelers. Where's your most likely upset? If we're just looking at seeding or like... Like, which team is an underdog in the spread that's going to win? Oh. I guess not counting Tennessee because that's the obvious choice. Then it would have to be the Browns. Cause... More than, the, more than the, the Colts? Yeah. Uh, more than Washington. More than... Yeah, I would go Cleveland. Could you see like Josh Allen just having a nightmare and the Colts winning? I just don't. I just don't see it. Like I want to see it, but I just don't see it happening. I he doesn't look like the same guy that we saw a year ago. Yeah, it sounds really cliche, but like it's true. <laughs> I miss ESPN getting the terrible playoff game. Like when there's four playoff games and ESPN just got the bad one. I kind of want to bring that back just for that reason. We'll give like I wanted, I wanted to watch Tampa Bay Washington on ESPN. <laughs> ESPN got the best playoff game. How's that even happen? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I think this just goes to show how much better the AFC is than the NFC. Yeah. Like the. I'm taking. How many teams are taking the AFC over the NFC? I would have my power rankings would be Chiefs. Then I'd have the Packers, I think, second. But then I'd have, like, Bills, Titans, Ravens. Maybe even, like, Colts over, like, the Saints and the Seahawks. Like, I don't trust those teams. I don't trust the Steelers. I don't trust the Steelers or the Browns either. I think they're lucky they get to play each other. Should be fun. I'm actually really excited. I didn't really... It didn't hit me until, like... A few days ago, but um, we're getting six games this weekend. Yeah, I guess if folks, if you want to miss a game, Seahawks Rams, you could just turn tune in with three minutes left. Russell have the ball down like two, and he'll be driving to win the game. DK Metcalf fourteen yard fade <laughs> route. Tyler Lockett will somehow get open <laughs> after Russ nice. evades multiple sacks. <laughs> That's it for football. Um, I don't know. Sports are sports are happening despite all of COVID just like hitting the world repeatedly. Do you have a before we gotta get to go soon? Do you have a Raptors uh, imminent tank take? To be honest, I haven't watched a ton. Um, I watched the game against the Spurs which was tough. I thought we were going to win. And then what other game did I watch? Another close one that we lost. Which seems like all of them. They're close until the end. To well, the they've had a double-digit lead in like six of their seven games. Or seven they're, tur- of eight games. they're turning into the Lions. <laughs> the only bright spot was uh, Siakam actually looking like Siakam yesterday. Yeah, I think Phoenix is good too. Yeah. So I don't think that's a bad loss. I'll take we've it. got we've got to get. It's gonna be hard to get back to five hundred now, though. Might be a play-in team. Yeah, that's I think our. But luckily, the bottom of the East is pretty terrible. 
Yeah. But we haven't really, like, we haven't played we haven't many played ba- bad teams. That's a thing. Yeah, we've been playing a lot of decent teams. Like, teams that we would beat last year, but... It's, like, I didn't think the losses of Surge and Mark... I don't know if they are the reason for this. I think they're part of it. Like, Aaron Bain sucks, and Alex Len isn't that good either. Boucher has been really good. I'll give him that. That made me really happy. <laughs> yeah, Boucher is good. But Aaron Baines, I, did, I thought it would be so much better. <laughs> Nick Nurse is just like, uh, I don't know, he's a stan of Stanley Johnson now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Raptors will Raptor. Raptor's going to Raptor. Yeah. All right. I assume the next time we do a pod will be Super Bowl preview. Oh, and shout out to uh, Pritchard on Boston. That was a nice putback last night. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, Super Bowl preview up next. That sounds good to me. That will mark our... Uh, wouldn't, it cra- wouldn't it be crazy if we could do that together in person? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Like we would kn- have a year ago. Who knows? We could, it could happen. That's going to mark our uh, one-year podcasting anniversary. True, yeah. We finished with a preview. We did a preview of the Super Bowl. That was we? our first one, yeah. Yeah. End of January. Man, lots changed since then. Yeah. A lot has changed. <laughs> All right. Well, All righty. I know you got to go. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a good uh, good 12, 12 hours of football on Saturday and Sunday. Same to you. Thank you for listening to this podcast produced at CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario at Queen's University, situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. The CFRC Podcast Network at podcast.cfrc.ca is brought to you by the generous support of the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences.